Hi there, thanks so much for listening. This is Clayton with Inwitry and Branches. I wanted to give you a quick heads up that this episode is a little different than our normal episodes. We recorded this one in a restaurant after a photo shoot with a model, so there's a little bit of background noise. Regardless, we hope you enjoy listening. Thank you. So what did you get into first? Did you get into drag first, or did you get into cosmetics or like kind of like beauty products first. Well, I think, because I've been doing theater my whole life. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Nobody's surprised about that. Um, but that's what I went to school for. Is I went to school for costume design. Um, so I did that. And then in the middle of me doing that, I started watching RuPaul's Drag Race and I told myself I'm never going to do drag. And that didn't last very long. <laughs> what season did you start watching it? I started watching it season three. So of course like who was I looking at? Raja. And I was like, I'm never going to be able to be Raja. Like, Raja is something else. Yeah. That, that, was my, that was my, like, winner pick, right. too. Like, mm-hmm. But then when you look at, like, the season after that was the season I started. And I, I looked at Sharon Needles and I was like, I can do that. Like, mm-hmm. I get her and I can go to the store today and pick up an outfit and I can pick up black lipstick. And, like, yeah. obviously that's what I started as. was like, a Sharon Needles impersonator. It was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> but, like, but that was... Looking at all the other queens from that, like seasons past, I was like, "There's." I had no connector to be like, "Oh, okay, I could get close to that." Mm-hmm. Um, oh, here they are! Yes, I'm so excited. It's you and Tony. Yes, thank you. Weird. <laughs> chick from the Lost. Yeah, apparently you have to. But the hot back. chick from Lost. And I know. Like, no, no, she was Latina fine. chick too. She's fine. Yeah. yeah, he's making your own fashion now. That takes exactly. a little bit of work. Hey, no yes. Time. Yeah. We appreciate that. Thank you. Okay, thanks. All right, so I feel like this is a good time to do our intro. Yeah, totally. We are at Lucky's Tap Room and Eatery in the Oregon District in Dayton, Ohio, and we are interviewing Sticks and Stones, our very first guest. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here. What an honor. Absolutely, yeah. I'm glad you feel that way. So, our featured cocktail tonight is the Amaretto Sour. It's what sticks in order. That's what yes. I have. And it is really delicious. I've had it before. It's actually at my friend Jessica from back home. It's one of her favorite drinks. Excellent. It's literally just Amaretto, which is like uh, almond liqueur and sour mix. I think that's all it is. There might be a little bit of uh, like soda water in there, yeah. perhaps. But yeah. um, pretty pretty basic drink. The server said it was the gayest Listen, thing you could order, so I mean, there's yeah. that. Listen, all I'm saying is every person I've ever had try an Amaretto Sour has been like, that's great. And I'm like, yes, I know. Mm-hmm. So it's like my, like, straight to gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, anyone can try it and they'll like it. Certainly. Oh, it's amazing. Beautiful. Um, I'm going to have to send this back. It's not a single square ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to... No, I'm fucking around. <laughs> I'm just giving it back. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Everybody, you're listening to Brad. He is our server and manager and yes, bartender Brad. tonight at Lucky's Tap Room. Hi, everybody. Brad, you how know. often do you get Rocky Horror references? I don't at all? actually get any Rocky Horror references. No. That's a shame. Probably not really the clientele. No. You never know, though. <laughs> you never know. You know, I still haven't True. seen that movie. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, no. Can you leave? <laughs> I'm not comfortable in your presence. <laughs> we should actually watch that for Halloween. I mean, That'd be a good one for our list. It is a classic. I have played Frankenfurter in Shadowcast twice in my life. And both Shadow times. Cast? Yeah, have you ever seen those? Mm-hmm. That is the Rocky Horror Classic, because they do like midnight movies, mm. and you do it like up on the screen, and then they have people doing it in front of the yeah. movie. 
for too fun. Okay. I have been in one do, of those. Okay, Everybody like throws shit never, and stuff mm-hmm. and it gets yeah, weird. Yeah, really shit. weird. Yeah, I've never heard of in your lap. I didn't know that's what it was called, but I do think I have. Yeah, I didn't know that's what it was called either, and I've seen one, so there's that. Shadowcast. Oh, yeah. Well, now that both times straight men had to push me off their laps. It's like, I'm sorry, this is the show. Oh, wow. <laughs> what more can I do? I have to do this. <laughs> yeah. This is my job. This is what you signed up for. <laughs> That's right. Goodness. You're real. What is life? That is like my secret, like, curse in life is that whenever I'm performing, I always end up in the lap of some man who doesn't want me. Like, the straightest man in the room mm. is always the one I end up with. Oh, and wow. he hates me so much. <laughs> yeah. Pretty great. I mean, it's obviously their problem. They should be secure wrong. enough, especially the damn I Rocky mean, show. Yeah. You know? well, I mean, right. they know what they're getting into. Yeah, it's you would think so, yeah. Yeah, drag shows especially. Yeah. Do you make a living doing that? Not yet, but I'm like... I mean, I know it's possible. It's, it's possible, feasible, yeah. But... I'm getting to a place where like, I'm getting my money back on it, which is nice. Pretty awesome. So, I'm getting there. I'm like... You know, a couple of Halloweens ago, I was never like booked, and now I'm getting booked, which is awesome. Yeah, just a process. It's coming together. Do you have like a drag manager? No, <laughs> I am my drag manager. I which think, is a problem. I think the drag manager comes after like you right. already have made a living. Right? Yeah, You're making yeah. a living. From Although I met, I met a, a trans drag queen the other day who she's not a manager. She's lived off of drag for the last like 50 years, and I was like, you go. Like wow. that's what she does for a living. I was like, that's impressive. She's, and she had work done, so she must make good. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> she had a lot done. Oh shit! So where were we? We were talking about Drag Race. You yeah. had Sharon Needles. You were yep. basically a Sharon Needles impersonator was, when you first started. I sure was because you I said hated that bitch. What's she that? Was kind of I hated it. <laughs> oh my god, she was definitely my everyone else for loved her. Season. Yeah. yeah. I that was she's still a fan season. favorite. So did you like Fifi O'Hara then? I don't remember which one that is. <laughs> Good. Yeah, they don't. I really don't. Not worth that. She's the one that she got in a fight with Sharon. Like, hardcore, like, in the was dressing she the, room. like, fat Asian one? No. No, no that, that was kimchi. That was yeah. Jiggly. Yeah, right. Uh, jiggly Caliente. Kimchi's way too soon. Like, is that way too... I mean, I don't yeah. know. I've only watched, like, two seasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, there you go. My boyfriend would just drag me out of the gay bars. <laughs> and then I would watch it with him and gotcha. him and his girlfriends be like <laughs> and like talking about like the intricate soap opera right right yeah we're all kind of super fans here and I, yeah. like, I've only seen like five episodes of any season gotcha mm. yeah we've well I haven't seen the first two but I've seen that's okay yeah I've seen, yeah right <laughs> I've seen every thing. episode of, of it since then yeah and I've, have you have you seen all of them mm-hmm. what about you I think I've seen all of them yeah I know I've yeah. seen all of them yeah. and all the untucked because if you don't watch if you watch Drag Race mm-hmm. and you don't watch untucked you're doing it right it's yeah. like half the story you, yeah. you miss a lot well you untucked is like what happens backstage so like People will be like, oh, I like this drag queen. And then it's like, but you didn't see that she like threw a racial slur at this other girl. You know what I mean? So right, you see yeah, so much more right. of mm-hmm. their personalities that you would never see. It's true. It's, like, it's all, all dudes with bad makeup bitching right. at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Chain smoking Newports. In pain. Right, yeah. Much. yeah. yeah. For, for sure with the Newports. They for sure <laughs> all smoke no. Newports. You real. <laughs> I know. I still want to hear more about like the formation of sticks and them. There's a lot going into it. So let's Do roll into it. Into it? Okay, yeah. Cool. Rattle it off. Um, well, I was like, okay, so stories about me. I was homeschooled as uh-huh. a kid. Yeah, so really? yeah, and I grew hmm. up in like I only knew Christian people, um, very sheltered. 
but I always was really into like mythology as a kid. Mythology. Yeah. Um, so that was always a big thing for me was like I was just so fascinated by legends and like stories like that. So Sixten originally started out to be like she was a succubus. Mm. Do either of you know what that is? No, yeah. I so don't. a succubus, she's a female Sounds demon. Sexy. Yeah, she's a female demon who seduces you. Yeah. I have had you. sleep paralysis, so yeah. throw that She'll out sleep there. With you, and then she sucks out your soul in the middle of sex. Mm. And that was her starting point. Was like I wanted her to have like a mythological element and yeah. a horror element too. Because I was always like the dark horse in the family, obviously, and like mm-hmm. I've get, gotten regular arguments with my mom about like watching movies with witches and like mm, wow. watching secular cartoons. Are and, your like, parents like, like super religious then? They are. Um, they Most have the gotten a lot better. Yeah, so if they're, they're much school, much better. That, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, we were one of them like more, eighty twenty. No, yeah, it's interesting. I never considered that. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love homeschooling though, personally. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I would have survived. I don't yeah. think like with my temperament I don't know if I would have handled it well. yeah. I do think that um, kids need to like kind of get out there and like still yeah. experience like socialize the sense of yeah. right, right. but like our education system is so fucked I just really feel like a lot of, <laughs> yeah, a lot of if, if you're willing to put in the effort and like really do it mm-hmm. you could probably teach your child right. better than what yeah, we currently right. have as like a Mm-hmm. Poor excuse for school yeah. structure. I mean, you're not wrong about that. Yeah. Anyway, so you're sort of rebelling a little bit with the dark yeah, stuff. Well, I mean, that, my thing was, I was never because I have two sisters, and neither of them were ever like. I don't know. They were never. They rebelled behind my parents' back, but I never really did that. Yeah. I was like, Yo, I'm gonna watch Batman, and my yeah. mom was like, You're not gonna watch Batman. I was like, No, I'm gonna watch Batman. No, and you're gonna wow. be okay with that. Not um, Batman. Right, I know. I'm Are they like, your sisters older? Yeah, they're both older. Okay. And they like they read Harry Potter behind my mom's back. Not Harry Potter. I know. Oh God, I was the things. one that I was like, Mom, I'm reading Harry Potter. I don't like just so you know this is happening. Um, and then she loved bitch. it. So because you know what, <laughs> fight me. Um, yeah, fight so, me, mom. <laughs> fight me. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah. So that was kind of like my thing. So the, her starting point was like mythology. So, like, a goddess element was what it turned into. Horror, so there's always, like, a horror element. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a superhero element as well. Like, Poison Ivy was my... The reason I started drag. Mm. Because it was, like... As a queer kid growing up, I mean, you guys are around the same age as me. Like, we didn't have anything to look at. Yeah. So, I looked up to, like... Strong women characters? Yeah, female villains that were, like, solitary figures. So, a lot of times, they're not around other people, but they're still doing what they believe is right mm-hmm. they're stylish yeah they believe like they use their sexuality and their gender as like a weapon because I mean mm-hmm. I don't know about you guys but I feel like as a queer person like my gender and my sexuality is used as a tool against me or like you know what I mean oh, like, yeah. I'm kind of led around by yeah. it so I was really inspired by the idea of being able to be a woman that's like she's gonna use her sex to like get what she wants and mm-hmm. like enact what she believes is right I guess mm-hmm. um so she's kind of just an offshoot of Poison Ivy, but just, like, a oh, lot more cute. sexual and a lot cool. more, like, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. But that, I mean, that was, like, that was who I looked up to as a kid, because I was, like, she was feminine. Yeah. And I was, like, obviously bogged down for being feminine, but here she was, like, seducing men, like, not mm-hmm. being as- afraid or ashamed of being feminine, and, like, using it as weaponry, mm-hmm. which is... A big thing for my drag is like weaponized femininity. Do you guys know yeah. about that? 
Uh, not so much the term, no. Is it just basically what you're talking about, about using your own, um, like, yeah. sexuality mm. and yeah. sort of as, like, yeah. to your advantage, like, okay. offensively, essentially? Yeah. Like, it's mm. kind of like, just, yeah. like, being able to be, like, feminine and, like, stylish and, like, whatever, but carrying a pointy stick at the same time. Sure. Like, yeah. It's yeah, very, like, sure. death becomes her kind of yeah. thing, where it's, like, I can be catty and feminine and whatever I want to be, but, like, I can still be dangerous, and I think as a kid that was something that was big for me was like what does that look like you know what I mean chicken and waffle time yes god bless you um, I want to talk about so obviously you're a fan of Dragula I am indeed I want to talk about your thoughts on the cast reveal if you have any favorites okay. if you have like you know Absolutely. just like any tea for us in terms of your general thoughts <laughs> um, are we pushing towards the fact that I auditioned for Dragula is that what we're, we're discussing or <laughs> No, not necessarily. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's more just like about the uh, about the like we just want to know your thoughts yeah. on like the current queens and uh, just kind of where you think who's the your favorite. Go too. I feel like who, what's your top three? All top that three, stuff. right, right. I feel that. Thank you, Brad. Drinkage. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a tough call. I feel like this season is so different from last season. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this season is more like punk rock, and last season was like. A little more conceptual, yeah, I agree. and that's what I was into. Is I was like, I like the fact that it's like they're all doing like concepts. But I feel like this season, thus far, what I've seen is like we're gonna put, you know, like get piercings and like, which is fine, but like, I'm not as into the like let's get filthy and gross part of Dragula. Right, right. <laughs> it's not really my thing. So it's more um, like the horror and glamour, not so much the film. Exactly. Right? Well, yeah. like I, I can get into it to a point but like especially like last season when they all did their filth runways like I was I don't think I could do any of that like I wouldn't wanna I wouldn't wanna vomit out my own food I mean I could I could do that maybe but I wouldn't wanna be like eating cat food or dog shit or anything like that like I'm not scary crucifix stuff that's a different story because that's like a concept but I feel like sometimes I'm very at odds with queens that are just like I'm just gonna be gross because I want to be not because it's like a concept you know what I mean it's like you know, I'm like Divine's one thing for sure, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that was more conceptual, and I feel like mm. there are a so, lot of queens that are just like, let's just be filthy for the point of it, and that's right. like, cool, but that's just not my jam. So if you were going to do a filth runway, if you were going to go like all out, do you have any sort of like concept well, for that? Do you have the one that I did for my audition, um, you might have seen the pictures, but I did a pity party look, so it was very like Melanie Martinez, like crybaby. Um, and unfortunately it didn't turn out as well as I wanted it to but I had like snot dripping out of my nose and I was crying and then like the whole thing of it was at the end of the shoot I like took a bunch of cake and like shoved it in my mouth so that's what I would have done was like very like kindergarten birthday party like really big hair like screaming crying gross kind of thing you know what I mean and like gross in the sense that it's more like Gluttonous, not gross, as in like bodily fluids. Like right. gross in the sense that it's like, oh, that's kind of awful and gross that you're like shoving cake down your mouth. Mm. Um, but I've always wanted to do that for a performance too. So I always had that idea in the back of my head, just because I've always wanted to like do that song, Pity Party, by Melanie Martinez. Yeah, that song. Yeah, I always wanted to do that. Bring He's out a actually cake. Done it before. Yeah. That's the one that was skipping. Actually, oh no, yeah. skipping. Full circle. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. That's yeah, what did you do for it? Um, well, it actually started so, like, off... You said it was your favorite drag... It one of your was. favorite drag looks Yeah, I'll have done. to show you the look once we're done yeah, here. Yeah, But do. it was... Um, it started off with It's My Party. You yeah. Know, like, uh-huh. Let's go on. Uh-huh. And then... And that's when, when it was, like, skipping. Oh, I'm like, no. wait a minute. Was it, how many times supposed to repeat? And then <laughs> I had, like, a giant poofy skirt. It yes. was a real cute look. Oh, but that's amazing. 
But uh, yeah, it was fun. Amazing. I love Millie Martinez. Like, oh, she's certainly too. a go-to when it comes yeah. to uh, my. I wish people knew more about her because her like songs are just so conceptual. Yeah, I love she, it. She, I she love really is like a her. true artist. Yeah, like, I'm she actually really, really surprised that she isn't more popular. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Maybe it's because she's more of an artist and less like a, uh, like more of an industry queen. Right, right. Like, I, feel like, I don't know. But, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always, that's been one of my, like, things that I've wanted to do, but, yeah, I just would have to have the right gig for it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, but I feel like that's what I would have done as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, sure. um, as far as the season, I don't know. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. The people that are interesting to me are like Victoria Black. I like her. I like what she brought. Um, I like Felony Dodger. She yeah. seems really cool. I like what she's bringing. And I think that's like about it. That like your main bitches. Yeah, that was about it because I felt like a lot of them. I looked them up on Instagram afterwards, and I was like. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't do a variety like you just do that one look and that's what you show the promo whereas I feel like last season like Meatball alone for instance you could look at her Instagram she has like tens of thousands of different varieties of looks yeah. and they're in her vein but she looks new and different every yeah. time and Vander's the same way you know what I mean it's like Melissa is the yeah, same way so like put a lot of like, value to that so much versatility so much like like they can really turn out a look but I guess a lot of it also depends on how much you can create and how yeah. much you can create under pressure so yeah. that has watched you a bit too definitely so, so. what are your favorites um I mean I was super excited for Abora because I like followed her on Instagram already and she's kind of one of those queens that does turn a lot of like the same look like she uh-huh. certainly has an aesthetic right um but uh I found her a while back and I thought she would be great on the show and then I saw that she was at DragCon and she did a photo with the Belay brothers and then like now she's on the show so uh-huh. she kind of like went out there and like, she was like hey, what's threw up? herself in front of them which I yeah, love right. that approach yeah I love that I mean, it just goes back to that classic kind of success thing of like just show up do you know? yeah. yeah yeah exactly but well, she's super freaky looking about at me drag so. is I feel like with Drag Race we're all getting to the point where we know like okay there's a lot of stuff that's edited there's yeah. a lot of stuff that yeah. the producers have been like do this you know what I mean so it's right. like I feel like Dragula feels a lot more honest to me because it's like I didn't really feel like a lot of the drama was created by the producer. No. I didn't feel like very, it's very you know, much so it's like early raw stages. And that's what I like. I think that's part like, of what made, especially with the whole Dragula theme of it being yeah. what it is. You know? Right. Yeah. And I mean, like literally, you could see like dust spots like in the camera, uh-huh. like on season one. Yeah, yeah on season one. So like, I'm honestly like, I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It showed that like. I don't know, just the authenticity of it really right, is right. what it is for me. No, I like that. My favorite was probably, I hate to say it, but like, I really liked Monique Shane, uh, just because of all the drama surrounding her at this point. Oh like, you know, I don't want to claim her as a favorite, because I don't want like any hate or anything, right. but... Well, that's clearly who uh, sticks in here with shading with that one look. Yeah, true. I mean, I wasn't even thinking about her. Uh-huh. There who were you thinking? Her and Abora is who you were thinking of. Yeah, right. I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Because those are the two that really do yeah. repeat a lot of looks. And that might mean that they just don't make it very far. Right. Like, yeah. You know, as far as, like, being, like, a one-look, one-trick right. pony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this girl who does, um, I don't even remember her name, and it's none of those queens. 
she's from like the middle of nowhere. She's uh, the um, one of the other African American queens, and she just is from the middle of nowhere. And then like when you look at her Instagram, all the looks are kind of the same. And I was like, so you don't have like she doesn't have anything specifically unique that I've seen thus far. And then it was like you're you're here, you're here at Dragula, and then like that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that is kind of more of a thing for me is like if you're going to be a Dragula like even thinking of this, the first episode like yeah. so many of those looks were like oh that's iconic like just in that in of itself yeah and I feel like that's what's missing thus far for me is I was like I didn't look at any of those looks and go oh I want to be that you know what I mean and like last season there were so many moments where I was like oh my gosh that's amazing like I love that and I just yeah. didn't feel it thus far but it's promos so yeah, promos true. very true and my opinion always changes when it comes to promos <laughs> like, yeah. it is an art piece too for like these people like the producers or like the creators you know like so you never know I mean, the initial thing is to get you excited. Right. You know, you never know what they're going to turn out beyond that. Like, even, um, like, if we're talking about the promos, like, it's interesting to me because the people that I felt like, I mean, obviously, looking at their Instagram and everything is one thing, but, like, I didn't personally do that. Obviously, right. not, like, a diehard, like, no, no. you know, like, go out and stop Right, right, person. yeah. But, like, I, the ones that... Like you were, you mentioned actually, like the one trick ponies kind of yeah. thing. Those are the ones that stood out to me most in the, well, the exception of Bellamy Dodge. Or like, yeah. she also really stood out to me. Yeah, but yeah. the other two that we talked about, they stood out to me more than the others. Like, everybody else kind of looked the same in a right. way. Right. I get that. But it's more about longevity, obviously. It's a competition. It is. Yeah. You know, so, sure. who the hell knows where it's going to go? Right. I'll definitely be watching. Oh, absolutely. Premieres yeah. on Halloween night. I'm right? excited um, to do it. Okay, jumping back to you, Sticks. <laughs> I just want to know what have been some of your favorite numbers you've done, and where do you see you know yourself going with your drag? That's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay. Favorite performances. If it's a slow night or a bad crowd, I am known for my "Cool for the Summer" by Demi Lovato. Oh. Um, I feel like nobody else chooses to do "Cool for the Summer." Yeah. Um, well, except for Shake and Light. Well, <laughs> I did it first. Sorry, Shakelet. Um, so that's one of my favorites to do. Uh, but I mean, I'm more of a concept queen, so that's what I like to do. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, like, I do burlesque as well, so that's something to keep in mind. So, like, I, we talked about this earlier. I did a Rocky Horror number where I was the usher at yeah. the beginning. I did science fiction double feature and then stripped into Frankenfurter and then, like, stripped it all up, which was really fun. Um, I also just did the recently um, Touch It by Ariana Grande um, and I did it like in kind of like a kimono styled outfit and I had like flowers in the sleeves so I like spun around and the flowers came out and then um, I feel like just as of the last year or so like glitter and like fluids are like a thing I do now Um, together or separate Separate. <laughs> um, but for that one, like, I did... I'm a fan of both. Right, right. For that one, I did, uh, I, I brought lavender paint out, and, like, at the very, like, last bit, and, like, body painted myself for the rest of the number, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, a lot of it for me is, like, it needs to be a concept, it needs to be an idea, and, like, even if I, it's not, like, the most concept- conceptual, I still want you to get an idea of, like, some sort of story. Yeah, it's it's got to be behind the scenes. At least a bit. There's always yeah. a narrative. There's, yeah, and it should never be like, 
Because that's my biggest pet peeve is like if a drag queen is ever like, let me put on a lace bodysuit and just go out and do a J-Lo number. Which is like, how do you do cool for the summer if that's the case? Well, I do cool for the summer as like a motorcycle girl. Okay. So like my thing is all about like, I don't know, in that song I'm probably like seducing a guy across the bar, but also being like, just so you know, like mama's in control. So as long as you get that, that's fine. But there still has to be like some sort of a visual to it that's like, something different that you're not going to see every every other number you know what I mean yeah. like it, ha- it should be a little different it should be a little like off kilter because I don't want people and somebody said this to me the other day and I was like god bless she was like you I, I like watching you perform because I never know what you're going to do it's like that's good I don't ever want you to know what I'm going to do <laughs> like right, yeah um, that's definitely yeah. a good thing yeah it's um, so those are a couple of favorite performances as okay. far as where I want to take sticks in um, like, I, top goal like where do you want to go? I want to do everything. I mean, I, I want her to be multimedia. Like, I want her to be in film. I want her to be in, like, I want to make graphic novels about her. I want to do, like, theater with her. I want to, like, really take her places. Um, but one of my biggest dreams, because I really started doing drag in a haunted house, is to have, like, not scary farm or something like that and have it be, like, an entire, like... Dixon themed experience like oh, you have like seven different houses and you have to defeat like her minions yeah. and then the last house is her house you're like the that's ringleader what I do. I yeah that's that. what I want to do so and like even like you know like you could do an Elvira moment too and like have a show there too which would be fun so I would I would really love to do like something kind of interactive like that um, so that's kind of been my biggest dream yeah, it's real like, cute. really cool. taking up places and so. unique, you know? yeah I hope so Hell yeah, you better have that factory. Like, yeah. Haunted house. Absolutely. Well, I would love to, like, like my friend Taylor Tara that I do drag with a lot, I would love for her to, like, have her own house. And yeah. she's very, like, I don't know, like, thrift store drag, like, white trash. So, like, just, like, a funny haunted house for her uh-huh. would yeah. be fun. And then, like, like, one of the wings of the house. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. like, you could really bring so many great drag performers in and have them have their own places. Yeah. And then once you get through those, you get to come to my house and, like, face me that, and square up. So, that is a really cool I would idea. love to do that. I've that I know of one other queen who's, like, that kind of ideas, too. Yeah, but, fine. I mean, I think... I, since I started at Kings Island was the first time I ever really did drag that has always stayed present for me is like that interaction with customers and that interaction with audience members has been super similar so um, it just feels like a natural step so. yeah. yeah I love that I hear that <laughs> Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Oh god, who is she? (laughs) I don't know her. (laughs) Yes, cheers. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This has been another episode of Cocktails with Queens. And uh, again, this uh, this episode is brought to you by Lucky's Taproom and Eatery. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye.